Hey friend, Michael McCurry here. Thank you so much for joining me once again as we get close to the end of the week here on Bible Tract Echoes. Grab your Bibles, go to the book of Mark chapter number three. We are going to, if you can believe it, we are going to conclude the book of Mark chapter three today. And we're going to open the door and just give kind of a brief overview of Mark 4 tomorrow. But grab your Bibles, if you would, while you do so. Let me tell you about a gospel track. This is going to go hand in hand, dovetail quite perfectly with our thought today. This gospel track is called, I'm Keeping the Ten Commandments. I'm Keeping the Ten Commandments. Is that a good enough answer for me asking you, are you on your way to heaven? Or how do you know you're on your way to heaven? Would you say, I'm keeping the Ten Commandments and that's good enough for you? Well, the Bible tells us very clearly that that will not get you to heaven. Did you know I'm keeping the Ten Commandments or keeping those Ten Commandments written in stone so many years ago? That's not enough. You say, well, I, I feel like it should be. This gospel tract explains exactly how you can know for sure you're on your way to heaven. If you're trusting in your works, we're going to talk about that just a little bit later on and hopefully, just maybe, explain to you how you can know for sure. Keep listening ears. Keep a soft heart to what God has for us today. We're in the book of Mark, chapter number three. We've talked about the mudslinging Pharisees. I think we talked about them on Tuesday. We talked about a teaching moment. God, Jesus Christ, robed in human flesh, taking an opportunity to teach instead of be combative. But here we are, Mark, chapter number three. Look, if you would, at verse number 31. There came then his brethren and his mother, and standing without, sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked round about on them which sat about him, and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. Let's pause for a moment. I don't do this often, but I want to be, be very careful to provide clarity and not muddle things that the Bible makes so very clear. And so let's pause for just a moment. Would you join me in a word of prayer? Father, we're so very grateful. We're incredibly privileged to hold this amazing book, your word, your message for us. Lord, may I be very careful to be a clear conduit. May I in no way uh, provide any reason for confusion today. My ask, my prayer request is that those that are listening would be enlightened. Would Yes, maybe be inspired and encouraged, but maybe, just maybe, there'd be one under the sound of my voice that doesn't know you as their personal Lord and Savior. May they come to that knowledge before it's too late. Thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you have done. But we pray in faith, thanking you for what you will do in your sons. Let me pray. Amen. Let's look here. We see Jesus Christ speaking, yes, to his disciples. But then there were those that came to him and said, your family is waiting on you. And Jesus made very clear that those that do his will are his family. It reminds me at my home church. 
I have the privilege oftentimes, I'm on the road most of the year. I'll be in probably about 45 different churches this year in evangelism. I'm so privileged to travel this beautiful country of America and at times around the world preaching the gospel, but I relish the times I get to be home. My father-in-law is my pastor, good man of God. He's only been pastoring for 38 years. Get that. 19, what does that mean? 1985 or thereabouts. <laughs> Funny enough, for something else, I looked up some statistics about 1985. What was going on when our pastor took the pulpit? Uh, New Coke was introduced. Remember New Coke? Michael Jordan won Rookie of the Year. He was just, you know, some small-time basketball player, right? No, won Rookie of the Year in 1985. Average monthly rent, this will make you weep, Average monthly rent for a, a family home, $375 a month. Think about that. Yeah, inflation a little bit, huh? Gallon of gas was $1.09 in 1985. Poached stamp, 22 cents. Bo Jackson won the Heisman Trophy, college football. I think he went to Auburn. If I'm wrong, you can correct me on that. And, this is not spiritual whatsoever, but Back to the Future, I think it's number one, the first movie, was the top movie of the year in 1985. Think about that, and think about how far we've come, and how blessed we are in my home church to have a faithful man of God still in the pulpit, still bringing God's word hot and fresh. We're, we're blessed with that. But we have a little tradition. I'm, I'm not big on just tradition for tradition's sake, but there are some things that are special. And I think for different families, different churches, some of these things, they're good. We don't need to get stuck in a rut. They say, you know, a rut is just a grave with the ends kicked out. But in all seriousness, there are some things that it's good to be stuck in a rut. At the close of basically every church service, we, I think we average 90 to 95% on this, if not higher, close to 100%. There's a few special services, this doesn't happen. But basically every service, we end singing a song together. And it's normally, probably, whenever we sing a song, probably 75 to 85% of the time, it's this song, Let's talk about Jesus, the King of Kings is he, the Lord of Lords supreme throughout eternity, the great I am, the way, the truth, the life, the door. Let's talk about Jesus more and more. And that's just a little something we do at our home church, and we enjoy it. We sing, and the kids, they belt it out. I love hearing them sing. But every once in a while, about 10% of the time, 10, 15, 25% of the time, we'll sing a song called The Family of God. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. That song came to mind as I was reading this passage here. I'm glad for my personal family. I'm glad for the family that I have been blessed with. My dad, Chris McCurry. My mom, Ruth McCurry. My wife, of course. I think of my two brothers, Caleb and Ethan. Good, godly men. I think of my sister-in-law, my Ethan's uh, wife, that's Kimmy. They just had their first boy. I got a new nephew. He is awesome. He, he's just the cutest thing. I'm hoping in the very near future to be able to go see him. But I think of my family, and then I think of how blessed I am and how blessed those that don't have a family are with the family of God. There are those listening right now. I'm speaking to you, friend. 
Maybe most of your family has gone on to glory. Maybe you are the last. Maybe you're listening, you're discouraged, you're thinking, I don't have an earthly family anymore. Maybe you're in a situation where you were adopted. Maybe, like Austin, my brother-in-law, he was adopted into a good family. But maybe you say, I didn't have that circumstance. I was put in foster care, and I don't really have a family that I would call my family. Can I tell you, if you claim the name of Jesus Christ, if you know him as your Savior, number one, you have a father, a heavenly father, but you do here on earth even, you have the family of God, and it's my privilege to be your brother in Christ. There are people listening from dozens of states right now. This program plays on some 110 radio stations. I'm, I'm flabbergasted by how many people tune in daily. What a blessing. Maybe you say, I don't really have a family, but I'd love to connect with you, Brother Micah. I would be more than happy if you reached out to me. You can contact me. I'll give you my text number in just a minute, but more than I, I don't want you to rely on me as much as you rely on God. I'll give you my text number. I want to be an encouragement to you. You don't think you're being a bother to me because you are letting me do the ministry, be a part of the ministry that God has given me. I want to speak to you. I'll give you that phone number in just a second. But let me tell you, friend, you have a heavenly father. I'm so glad I'm part of the family of God. What a joy it is that we can know heaven's our home, that we can know Christ is our Savior, that we can know God the Father as our Jehovah God. Yes, I'm glad to be your brother in Christ, but I'm more thankful for the fact that we have one who will never leave us nor forsake us. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Let me encourage a friend today. Don't be discouraged. You're part of the family of God. But maybe you're listening right now and you say, what is that talking about? For whosoever shall do the will of God, I'm not doing the will of God because I've never gotten saved. I don't know him as my Savior, but God is speaking to your heart right now. Did you know you can get saved today? You can join this blessed family, the family of God. I'd encourage you. I'm going to give you, those of you Christians that know him as your Savior, but you're discouraged, I'm going to give you the opportunity to reach out. But if you're listening right now and you say, I don't know him, but I want to. I don't have a father, earthly or spiritual, but I want to claim Christ as my king. Could you explain to me? Well, of course, it's very simple. You must understand that you are a sinner. You must understand that there's a penalty for your sin. You must, you must realize that Jesus Christ paid that penalty. And you must come to a saving knowledge of Jesus by accepting the free gift of salvation. The Bible says, to recap, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We have sinned. And because of that sin, we can't measure up to his definition of perfection. We can never get to heaven by ourselves. It doesn't matter how many uh, senior saints you help across the street. It doesn't matter if you help at a food bank. It doesn't matter if you're a good person and pay your taxes. It doesn't matter if your mama was a saint and your daddy was a preacher. You must make the decision for yourself. Maybe you're not part of the family. Or maybe you've been doubting 
whether or not you're part of the family. I'd love to hear from you. If you want to connect with a brother in Christ, I'd love to hear from you. But if you want to join the family, you both can reach out to me right now. You can text me at this phone number. You ready? 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer as always is that you have a great day for his glory. We're going to crack the cover on chapter 4 of the book of Mark tomorrow. Text me, would you? One more time, 309 Three one six seven two four zero. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.